So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? Welcome to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. And we nailed it! Fourth time's the charm! We did it. That wasn't a good high five, but that's okay. No, but they couldn't see it. They could just hear the fine... I mean, it was like a... It was like a... (laughs) Here we go. There you go. Good, Some good ASMR stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which... This is off-topic. We're a Star Wars podcast, but we always like to start off with a good off-topic ramble. Every YouTuber I watch is doing ASMR videos I know, right it bums now. me it's out. It bums me out, bums man. Bums me out. Like, I know ASMR is, like, a thing for some people, but ASMR, like, I hate it. Yeah, you hate it, and it doesn't do anything for me, so I'm just like, well, this is it not does. a video. Like, it does do that for me, but I hate that oh, feeling. okay. Because it also triggers, like... All of my mouth noises things. Right. But I hate that feeling. Welcome to Who Talks First, and that was our fourth try starting this podcast, and still started off with something totally off topic. Yeah. But we're gonna keep it, I guess. We're keeping this one, as long as nobody calls me, and I can actually say it without getting the case of the giggles. (laughs) (laughs) So if you haven't been keeping up with our episodes, and you're wondering why we haven't been uploading so frequently... I've said this in the last couple episodes, we are going to be every other week unless something really big drops, just because we, as of right now, really just Resistance is coming out every week or so, which is really fun, but it's not... It's not enough to record a whole podcast kind of, Yeah, on. at least not the way that we talk about things. <laughs> things. So, we are going to be every other week unless something exciting drops, especially coming up to the celebration. I feel mm. like until celebration, things are going to be relatively slow. And also, I mean, I'm here for episode nine, and re- I like Resistance a lot. I'm here for sequel trilogy content. And mm-hmm. some of the other things are the, some good, like the, the Galaxy of Adventures shorts are really cute, but there's not much to talk about there. No. They had, they did you see the Count Dooku one? I did. Obi-Wan looks so good in that. He did. And then Count Dooku looks like a grand wizard. He definitely looks like a hardcore villain. And yeah. I was like, Dooku didn't look like that much of a villain, but okay, I get it. I, they they do make him look much more like, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry. Sor- Saruman? Oh, Sor- yeah. Saruman? Saruman. Sor- Saruman. Right? I don't know Lord of the Rings. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a good nerd. I've only watched it a few times, and that's not a character that lasts very long, so. And I've I've shared this story before, but the only times I've, I've seen Lord of the Rings was with a girl who loved Lord of the Rings who really wanted me to watch them and made me watch all three extended editions in a single day. She's literally a nightmare. So, I respect Lord of the Rings, but it brings me back to a dark time. <laughs> it was a long day. Yeah, I'm sure. So, until we get a better flow of news, expect us to be every other week. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to news, we got some Star Wars Celebration news happening, and we got a bunch of guests that were announced we had a few guests announced uh, a couple weeks ago but so we like Eunice the new Chewbacca was announced like last a couple weeks ago right and now Peter Mayhew's been announced so we got mm. both the Chewbacca's 
Donald Faison and uh, Jason Isaacs are going to be there. Cute. Which I'm very excited because I love both of them. Yes. For their not Star Wars works. <laughs> I mean, I, I like how hype Faison, but I right. am also a big Scrubs fan and... I guess Harry Potter fan for Jason Isaacs, but mostly he's General Zhao, so <laughs> I'm here for Avatar. Yeah. I'll go to his, like, autograph line and be like, hey, I'm a big fan of Avatar The Last Airbender, and I know you were General Zhao, so. Which is literally what I did with Freddie Prinze Jr., where I was just oh, like, yeah. hey, I'm a really big Dragon Age fan. <laughs> Could you please Iron Bull at me? And he was like, yeah. I was like, cool. I like Kanan, too, but Iron Iron Bull. <laughs> we also got a lot of other voice actors like Dee Bradley Baker, uh, Vanessa Marshall, who's Hera, mm. Myrna Valesco, who's Tortosa, Catherine Tabor, who is Padme in the Clone Wars. Aww. And as for actors, physical actors, physical actors, uh, Tamora uh, Morrison, who is Django Fett, was announced. Hmm. And I guess we could have said live action actors. Like that's. That could have been a thing we said, but we didn't, <laughs> so moving on. Uh, we haven't got anything, any of, like, the Mark Hamills and stuff announced yet. I'm mm. sure they're going to be there. Yeah. Because, I wonder if Adam will be here just for the last one. Because I don't, I don't think he will, because he has previews for his Broadway show he's Aww. doing. It His Broadway show literally starts, starts the day after celebration oh the no way right yeah. no way and, but so there's and there's previews before that mm-hmm. but both him and carrie russell are doing that show together mm-hmm. and they're both in episode nine so they both should go to celebration maybe they'll just be there for like preview night like the very first day and then maybe they'll be able to go for just the panel and then leave. yeah maybe i really want adam to go to one of these things i know he hates it but suck it up Adam. maybe he'll maybe he'll be there for the one after mm-hmm the sequel trilogies are finally over. He'll but be like, okay, next. Now he's like, like, super chill. Okay, now I can come because I can answer your dumb questions. Yeah, because I, I don't think people like Daisy Ridley and John Boyega, I don't think they're usually announced. I think, if I remember properly, they weren't really announced last year. It was just kind of a surprise when they showed up mm. in the episode 8 panel. Mm. So I think it'll probably be the same thing this year, is that... Because they're kind of announcing these actors as people who are doing photo ops and autograph right. sessions, too. Which the sequel trilogy cast members... I think John Boyega did autographs last year. Oh, did I think it was kind of like a surprise thing. Right, because it was for the the video, right? Oh, yeah, the, the VIP video. Yeah. I think... I think only I think him and Mark. So I think Mark's going to show up again. I definitely but think Mark will be there. I'm, I'm getting so excited for Celebration. Also nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just a lot happening. I am just not ready for it to be over. I kind of like this state of not knowing anything that we're in where I can fully be okay with we have another year. Like, the fact that we're almost done filming, almost done meaning, like, it could be done this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me very upset. It's it's coming. I'm not ready for this. But the other big piece of news that we had gotten this past two weeks we've been gone is that Galaxy's Edge has announced a bunch of books and comics and fables. None of these things I was super pumped about. Still, there's some cool things happening here. They've announced 
a comic series called Marvel Star Wars Galaxy's Edge miniseries. Wow. Wow. I don't read any of the comics, so I probably won't be too invested in there. Mm -hmm. And we're people who get to go to Galaxy's Edge when it opens. Yeah. So we're probably more invested in these things than a lot of other people might be. Yeah. Because we actually... It's ver- the parks are very accessible for us, and I'm planning on going as soon as possible. Yep. Whenever we can get in. Hey, Disney. Disney, hey. If you want to let us into your preview nights. Please. We can do some hot press for you. We'll be... We'll shill for... Uh, yeah. For Galaxy's Edge. Absolutely. Let we'll even in. put effort into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll make put effort in an actual podcast for once. The next book is one that actually could be pretty exciting. It's called Black Spire. It's Mm. another Galaxy's Edge uh, tie-in book. It is written by Delilah Dawson, who wrote the Phasma book, Mm -hmm. which I actually quite enjoyed. I did like the Phasma book. And uh, the descriptor is, the in this novel, a prequel to the Disney Parks experience. (laughs) A prequel to the Disney Parks experience. Cute. General Leia Organa dispatches her top spy to Batu in a desperate search for Resistance allies. Now, Mm. Given what we kind of know from the end of Phasma to now, and I think uh, Delilah Dawson actually tweeted, like, essentially a confirmation that this top spy is the character from, main character from Phasma. Oh, okay. So Vi Marati. Mar- mm. So she will be, this will be her the continuation. Got it. Which is, which Dope. is what ties me mostly into this book. Uh-huh. I will read this one, that one, because I did really like her character mm-hmm. a lot. I did enjoy Phasma. Did I tell you that I tried reading Thrawn 2 again? Oh, no, Thrawn 2, the Thrawn-ing? No, he didn't. Yeah. I, now with more Thrawn? I've been listening to the Thrawn books. I did the first one, and now I'm listening to Alliances. It's been slow going, man. And I, like, tuned back in, and it was Thrawn and young Anakin, again, looking for Padme. And I'm like, no, I can do this. Like, this was... Yeah. No, I'm having a good time. This, like, it's okay. And then it flashed forward to Thrawn and Vader. I'm like, oh, I remember why I couldn't do this. Why I hate this. And I know you probably have to pay attention to both to know what's going on in this but... story. But can I just do the can Anakin I... Padme stuff, please? Pretty, pretty, please. Have mercy on me. Yeah. The, the next book is a book called A Crash of Fate mm. by Zareda Cordova. And this is available August 6th, so happy day late birthday to me. Yeah. Um, in this young adult novel, Izzy and Jules were best friends until Izzy's family abruptly left Batool. Batool. <laughs> left Batu when she was six. So- when she was sick or six? Six. When she was six. Now oh, she's okay. back and Jules, the boy who never left, is unsure what to make of her. While on the run from vengeful smugglers and an angry pirate, the two friends will come to terms with who they are and what they mean to each other. So. Romance. So a young adult romance and yeah. I am here for it. Yep. Kids. Do I'm you in- think one of them will be on the resistance side and one of them will be like. Oh, hell Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I totally think oh, that absolutely. because the whole point of Batu is that it's kind of a more between it's two. A, it's a port for both of them. Yeah. It was mostly sarcasm, I would say. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, I think it's very clear by oh, the yeah. Okay. <laughs> well I'm You're never... like you're like, yeah, absolutely, I think so. Like, oh no, she's being sincere. I was being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's our life though. <laughs> it, actually it's pretty pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, we pretty much do that a lot. Uh, the last, I actually don't know if this is the last one that was announced. We're not the best one. Don't expect me to know these things beforehand. This is pretty much the first time I'm looking at this article fully. <laughs> the next one is Star Wars Myths and Fables by George Mann. This one I'm pretty excited because it looks like it was, it's kind of along the same lines as the Legend of Luke Skywalker book. Mm-hmm. And I thoroughly enjoyed that book because it's doesn't have to abide by like the rules of canon. Right. So you can kind can of get, get silly the really and... silly, stupid stuff. Yeah. So in this middle grade novel, hear the thrilling tales, fables, and myths that are told in a galaxy far, far away. The book features two stories that take place on a remote outer rim of Batu, plus many other untold tales from the edge of the galaxy, lushly illustrated in a style that pays homage to a real-world children's classics. Cute. So here's the cover of it. Cute! There's a dragon! Dragon! Finally! I'll get stories about dragons, maybe. Yeah, and there's actually an excerpt on this article on StarWars.com. I'm not going to read it. That's from that story, if you guys want to check it out. I'm actually really excited for this book, because I think it could be a lot of fun. It sounds like it a lot of fun. It could be a lot of, a lot of like, world-building stuff, but also really silly, because I did really enjoy the Legends of Luke Skywalker. Right. <laughs> because it was just so ridiculous at times. Didn't a bunch of people always talk about how pretty he was in it? He, something in rumors? They'd be they like, were like, he went by the name Luke Babyface Clod Clopper. <laughs> that was his nickname. And everyone just called him Babyface. <laughs> it was so uh. excellent. So, I think this will take itself a little more seriously, but it'll right. just be interesting to hear kind of like myths and legends about- I was going to say, there's definitely going to be some silly ones still, though, because legends can get pretty silly. They- legends can get pretty silly. silly. You sounded like Danny Gonzalez there. Legends can get pretty silly. Uh, Let's just jump into it. So, <laughs> thank you, Danny, for that. <laughs> Next up, episode 9 filming is really slowing down. 3PO and BB-8 have officially tweeted- as the characters, their actors and their puppeteers have tweeted that they have wrapped filming. John Boyega, in response to those tweets, said he's still around for a little bit longer. Mm. But the initial wrap date, I believe, was the 9th. So oh. very, very soon. Yeah. I think they're still going for another week. There's some good news there because Adam should be at a, at a bunch of events that are happening right now and he's not. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so thinking he's still filming, which means, canonly, he's still alive in the movie. 100%. There's no dis- discourse on that. No, none at all. Eating marshmallows. Telling stories. Telling legends. Telling legends. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That's it. Because- BB-8 and C-3PO aren't there because they can't eat marshmallows. <laughs> exactly. Duh. Duh. So when Adam was at the- not SAG Awards, Sundance. Yes. He was doing an interview where the interviewer was being like, oh, well, now that episode nine has wrapped, and Adam's like, it has? <laughs> what? Really? It- Are you sure? We wrapped? All right. We wrapped? No, Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. I didn't think that. He didn't say all that, but it. he said it in, like, a way that kind of implied that he knew he had to, mm-hmm. he was doing more filming. Uh-huh. And he had two events that the cast of Black Klansmen were at that he was not at. Uh. So I think he's, that boy's still filming. I think so, too, because for him not to be there for Black Klansmen, one, he, 
I think that he should be very proud of that movie, and too, mm-hmm. he's a very prominent role in that. So for him not to be that, like, I get why he's not for Star Wars. He's like, leave me alone. <laughs> I can't answer any of your questions anyway, so I'm not gonna be here. But but for Black Klansman, especially because he's nominated for the Oscar, right? You think he would be at these events that are celebrating the movie and celebrating Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. So, and he has been up until this point. He's right. kind of prioritized trying to make it to all these events. So I really think that he is still filming. And J.J. likes to film in order. With TFA, he filmed most of that movie in order. So... Just saying. Pray to the gods. <laughs> the way your face just collapsed. You were like, please. And so at the end of this week's episode... We're going to talk a little bit about the rumor mill that's happening right now, so we'll put a spoiler warning when we get to it, but moving on from episode yeah. 9 news. There was a Disney stockholders call. I was going to say, are we going to talk about the news that didn't happen? The biggest troll of the Star Wars community? There was a bunch of things happening. Anthony Daniels kind of teased that there was big news on the horizon. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of people being like, Ooh. cryptic tweets, Good Morning America tweeted something like, big announcement tomorrow. That happened to coincide with this 3PO tweet. Uh, it was clarified beforehand that the uh, Good Morning American thing had nothing to do with Star Wars. But still, they chi- were Chinese theater was like posting little like sneaky gifts. So I think a lot of people were, were ready. really ready for this announcement. Even though it has happened on a, like, Bob Iger has announced Star Wars titles before. Mm-hmm. It's not the most common thing, Mm -hmm. but just given the time period, it kind of seemed like a, like, I was pretty positive. I'm not gonna lie, I fell for it that time. You did. I was very positive. You were like, it's ready, I'm ready to skip class, because I need to know what this title is. Mm Mm-hmm. I had a final, and I'm like, I'm ready to drop out of school. Yeah. I'm done. (laughs) And (laughs) sure enough, by the time the uh, stockholders call came around, Lucasfilm people were kind of tweeting, like, like it's no, not guys, really gonna happen. Guys, don't get too excited. And sure enough, it didn't. We didn't get a title. We did get confirmation that The Last Jedi did very, very well financially and really well for merchandising. No way! But so, I thought it was ruining Star Wars! It was That's nice what Twitter to told me! I had no idea that, like, $1.3 billion was still a shit ton of money. What? Are you sure? That doesn't fit my narrative. (laughs) I just love the people who, I I hope they buy these toys, like the the angry men who buy all the Ray toys or all the Rose toys to, like, destroy them. I hope they don't steal them, because that will... That would be... I hope they actually buy it and then... Do their awful shit. That's Trust always me. my favorite thing about like destroying thi- items videos. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm burning my Adidas, I'm burning my Nike, I'm like, burning you Ray. Those. You're like, okay. The company doesn't care, you've already given them their money. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care what you do with it afterwards. The uh, Last Jedi, still obviously a financial success. Mm-hmm. And basically, what else in Star Wars news that came out is that they were asking about the budget for marketing for Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. and Bob Iger was like, we don't have one, the nerds will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Which, obviously, we're it's not- very words, true. But he basically says, like, we don't really have a budget, we don't- I'll tweet about it, and everyone will be there. 
we don't yeah. need a market for this. We don't need to market. Which is very, very, very true. And I'm, in fact, I'm we almost don't want to because we don't want that many people. Part of it. I think so many people misinterpret the the price hikes from Disney because mm-hmm. they've said this multiple times whenever they have to raise prices for Disney tickets. People were like, oh, what a selfish company for doing this. And I understand this anger a lot. I yeah. do. Because it is, it's a ludicrous price. Mm-hmm. But they've said it time and time again, like, we know we don't need that money. It's, we're trying to get people not to come. The parks are way too crowded. And, mm-hmm. which they are. Especially Disneyland. As people who yeah. go to Disneyland a lot, it's constantly crowded. Disney World is much bigger. There's obviously way still more crowds, stuff but do. there's way more stuff to do. Disneyland has a serious problem with the crowds. Mm-hmm. So, Galaxy's Edge is going to be... A nightmare. A nightmare. Nightmare. Court nightmare. <laughs> That's why it led us to go to your preview nights, Please. Guys. Totally. Now, that was basically all that really came out of the stockholders meeting, so we're still waiting on episode 9 title as of this recording. If it's announced while we're recording, fuck you, Disney. And <laughs> it won't be. I, I'm, I think it'll be either when they wrap or they'll wait till celebration. But I think yeah. it's a long time. It is so, a long time, but they might just do it. That's true. But let's catch up on Resistance. Oh, yeah, Resistance. So we, have, we missed two episodes. We've got the Doza Dilemma and the First Order Occupation. Mm-hmm. And I think the Doza Dilemma is probably my favorite episode so far. It was very good. Very good. We are getting a lot of Sonara, and I do really enjoy her character. I love Sonara. My personal favorite character is Tora, and because this is called the Doza Dilemma. It had a little bit a of Tora, Tora in it. I think she's just so cute. I, Because I really like that... She she is in this group's age range generally, but she is still a little bit younger. Yeah. And she's so cute. They they do they portray that really well because she just wants to hang out with her friends and the fact that she like she's I, naive. She's like and naive and when she's like, people think there's spies here and she's in a room with two people who are spies <laughs> who tense up and she doesn't even notice. She's like, here, your turn. She just wants to invite all of her friends over to play video games. You can have my clearance code. And I think she like, cause she knows she's like kind of the rich girl on yeah. campus, on campus, I guess on rich girl on Colossus. Yeah. So she's like, let's go back to my place. Cause obviously it's nicer there. We get a bunch of free food. Just please be my friend. Please come I have over. No one. I have air conditioning. It's really nice here. And I think it just it's so heartwarming that after this opening scene that the Doza Dilemma had, which were Sonara, Tam, Kaz, and Tora playing games together. Mm-hmm. Which also, three girls, one guy yeah. in a Star Wars scene, all like conversing. Nice. This is impressive. And the only time they ever talked about Kaz was when they were talking about how, what a shitty shot he was. He was a shitty shot. Bravo Star Wars on that one, because yeah. I'm thinking that's one of the first times that's happened. Yeah, I definitely think so. We were, uh, I kind of, I brought this up online, and someone had brought up that Ventress, Barris, and Ahsoka may have had a, some sort of conversation at one point, but I I couldn't totally recall it, but I'm not going to do I that mean, either. I mean, they might have had a conversation about, like, betraying each other like maybe might have but just having a scene of people hanging out and it was three female characters and a male character yeah like that just felt that was just great it feels great but uh then tora in an adorable moment goes and tells her dad about what a fun day she had and he's like i'm busy 
She just wants to tell her dad that she made friends. She's like, I have three friends now, dad. It's three. Daddy is too busy talking to the First Order. Mm-hmm. And, like, the First Order's relationship with Doza is really interesting. Because I wonder if they're going around to all the former Empire people. Mm-hmm. Trying to smooth them. Trying to get them back. Because that would be a genuine smart thing to do. Yeah. And what we've talked about in this episode that I liked a lot is that they're they're showing the intelligence of the First Order for, like, the first time yeah. ever. Because the Empire did seem like kind of a joke. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do like seeing more and more of this manipulation. Mm-hmm. It, it might seem pretty obvious of, like, what they're doing. But it's a, it's a smart tactic to even just to show us why yeah. people are falling for this. It's only obvious to us as, as the, the audience. Because yeah. Yeah. we get to see both sides. But to the people who are experiencing it, it's very it's very smart. Mm-hmm. It's very covert. It's very underhanded. And if this is something they've been doing all over the place, slowly but surely, before Hosni and Prime, yeah. that could explain why no one came to help like Leia and the Resistance. Yes. Yeah. Because they're like, the First Order's really actually been helping us out. Mm-hmm. We don't know that they're the ones actually causing our problems. Yeah. We just know that they're the ones that always swoop in to help. Mm-hmm. They've, they're not like the Empire, guys. Mm-hmm. They're, they just wore the similar armor. Right? Right? Totally. Uh-huh. They just happened to find the aesthetic appealing. <laughs> so, Sonara, she lets these pirates onto the base. The they are trying to get something in uh, the Doza Tower. Sonara f- finds out that it's Tora. They're trying to kidnap Tora because the First Order asked them to do it. Kaz kind of overhears this conversation and knows that Sonara's working with the pirates or is a pirate. Mm-hmm. But Sonara also is like, hey, I didn't know they wanted to kidnap a literal girl. So yeah. I'm not okay with it. Let's save Tora. So they go and save Tora and... They try. They well, they try. But the First Order, quote-unquote, is the one who saves Tora. Yep. Which we got to see some flat-out murder! Yep, we did. But that it was, was murdered pirates. So it they... was murdered pirates. But usually you don't see, like, that blatant of murder. Yeah, that was just straight That's up... the Clone Wars. Murder. Mm-hmm. You're right. Big murder. So, the the First Order swoops in and saves Tora. And Tora's kind of confused by it. But Dude. then, Doza, who clearly has some hang-ups. I mean, it's his daughter, first and foremost, but I really want to learn about potentially Tora's mother. Mm-hmm. Because he could just be an overprotective father. That's, or. That could be something that's happening. Mm-hmm. Or something happened to in his past, which could be Tora's mother, that makes him so overprotective and, and so, paranoid and, like, yeah. of Tora. I think there's a really interesting plot potentially in there. It may mm-hmm. not be. He could just be an overprotective dad. But I, I would actually like them to discuss where, it comes where's, from. where's Tor's mom? Yeah. Where's that happening? And this poor girl is just sitting in her room all day, and he just buys her all these video games. Just yeah. be like, you can just have fun playing video games in your room, right? She's like, no, I want to live my life! The next episode is the First Order Occupation. So after Doza agrees to the First Order, kind of... Chilling around. chilling around, you know, protecting the base, because they saved his daughter, so... So they can't be that bad. No. And even, like, Tam and Niku, it's like, they're not that bad, They're already guys. buying into it, yeah. Yeah. And Cass is like, no, bros. No, guys! They're, they're 
you're stealing weaponium. I, I Whatever, also, destructium. I also like this because potentially, given their ages, it's like they weren't alive during the Empire. Mm, they sure. might not really know about stormtroopers too, too much about stormtroopers. Like, yeah, I heard something. Whatever. They they weren't alive during the Empire. They they don't know that all of these were signs of the Empire. Yeah. It's they're dropping a lot of really interesting aspects about just the relationship between the current galaxy and the First Order. Yeah. And we're not hearing too much about the Republic. No. Not, like, almost nothing. Just barely, they'll be like, eh, the members in the New Republic. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like. And there was, like, one little bit about Kaz talking about, like, my dad won't, if any, if the Senate's anything like my dad, they're not going to take the First Order threat seriously. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's going to come to a head soon, so. Yeah. Uh. Kaz, at the end of uh, Does a Dilemma, recognizes that Snara is a pirate, mm-hmm. and that was like a like a little sad moment where he just kind of walks away and he's like, oh, he's like, oh man, but she was nice. And but I guess she's not awful. She saved Tora. Oh, this is complicated. Oh boy, I'm just a boy, just a little cast. This is so complicated. <laughs> I'm just a little cast. I'm just a little cast in a big, big world, a big galaxy. Want him to say that at one point, please. So little Kaz in a big galaxy. There we go. Make sure it gets put in there. Mm-hmm. Or the first order people are looking for a pirate spy. Kaz, Kaz is like, shit. I know who that is. They're trying to get Sonara off the base. They're Nothing talking about else. food. They talk about food. They don't. Poor Tam knows nothing. Poor Tam's like, why didn't Sonara say goodbye? And Kaz doesn't even like settle her fears at all. Mm-hmm. He was just like, rude. He's trying to sabotage their relationship. Kaz. Yeah. He's jealous. To... Kaz is jealous of Tam and Sonara. I yep. know it. He is. And he's like, I'm not going to tell her why Sonara had to leave. Yep. Then they'll be pushed apart and then I can make put my moves on Sonara, which I don't. I don't like them keep talking about that because <laughs> I'm like, nah. I... I, don't, I don't really ship anything in Resistance. Like, I'm not bothered like either way by anything i'm yeah. not like attached to anything yet i'm just like man Sonara's too cool for kids that's probably why they're teasing it because it's not gonna happen but uh i'm like nah you guys who are- knows though it could happen it definitely could it's definitely like canon that but he has for a me, crush on her but for me i'm like anytime they hint at it like this early on it shouldn't happen <laughs> because it's just a like a thing of a like a it's such a shallow attraction, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm like it's That's too early. Yeah. I need a build. I need a slow build. <laughs> need a slow burn. Yeah. You need that three hundred thousand k. That three hundred thousand k. That's a lot. That's like that's so many k's. That's not that many k's, but uh, still a lot of k. Yeah. Uh, at least. But yeah, yeah, I'm not invested in any uh, romantic ships at at this moment in time. No. We Just... shall see where that ends up later. But these were both very good episodes. We're really getting close to some real shit. Some real shit happening of why there was a, pr- a promo release for this week's episode in which it was revealed that the reason why the Colossus apparently is really, really rich in fuel. Mm-hmm. So the First Order kind of wants to take it over as a, like a fueling station. Uh, uh, so makes sense. they're just going to try to wipe everybody out slowly but surely. Uh, disperse everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm, I see. Yeah. 
But those were those week's episodes of Resistance, unless you had anything else you wanted to talk about from those episodes. Not just that Sonara's dope, and I love her, and I want to... I hope that we haven't yeah, seen the last I, of her. I hope we haven't... I don't think... I don't think so. I don't think so, either. She was too good of a character, and they... They went through the effort of, whether you ship it or not, of, like, showing what she meant to, like... A bunch of characters. A bunch of different characters there. Yeah. So I for sure think she's coming back. I think so, too. Especially when we go into the more resistance part of the show, mm-hmm. when they actually join the resistance. I can see Sonara, like, Kaz being like, alright, we're going off the Colossus to go fight the something on this planet. And Sonara's like, yeah, join the resistance. What up? What up? Y'all, she said I was ready. I said I was ready to go back now more than ever because I just wanted to get my shit and leave and join mm-hmm. the resistance. Exactly, that'd be dope. Yeah, because like, didn't wasn't the line even like, "Are you ready to go home" uh-huh. or something like that? I think you're ready to return home, and she was like, "Yes, now more than ever. Mm-hmm. Now more than ever." So saying, home is where your heart is. Whoa, Wait, that's so believe- deep. Where'd you learn that, Chicken Newt? Chicken noodle, chicken, noodle chicken noodle soup for the teenage soul. Chicken noob. Chicken noob. Oh, tell me again about noob. you're gonna you're gonna go on. I didn't harp on you for what was it? Marketing shimmerji. Marketing shimmerji. I'm the one who edits this podcast. They'll never have to know about marketing. Marketing shimmerji. Chicken noob. New patches. There we go. Chicken noop. And marketer Marketer super Who talks first? Who (laughs) come find us at Celebration? We can talk marketer super and grab a cup of chicken noop soup. Soup. (laughs) That'll be our meetup. Anyway, at this point in the episode, we are going to go into the rumor mill for episode nine. So if you are not into potential rumors or leaks... This is your time to go. I don't think anything is too big here because it is just very much. It's still lo- so rumor early and, and some speculation by us. Yeah. So, but totally understandable but if you if don't, don't want to hear about it. So we'll see you later. See you later. Thanks for listening. Anyway, welcome to the secret part of the episode. And by the secret part of the episode, I mean easily accessible if you just have listened to the podcast for the last forty <laughs> minutes. So, the first one yeah. is a potential leak for the episode nine title (gasps) now this has probably already been debunked but yes because a lot of people have title rumors and a lot of them sound realistic yes like we had a rumor of son of darkness which i didn't like yes I and then we had rumors of a new order i actually do like that one i like that i'm spitting but this one apparently a redditor was able to hack into the html code of the star wars website oh and was able to find an unreleased page announcing Star Wars Episode Nine. Alright, let's hear it. It's called... Hold on, I forgot what it was. <laughs> it's, I, I'm, did it, you not take a note of it? No, I did. It's called but I, The Balance of the Force, something like that. Oh, the one that it's been for like... The one that I, I think it's already been debunked, because that's been a rumor for every Star Wars title since like 2003. It's Yeah, it's been like a big rumor Or like for a 97 or something, yeah. Yeah, it's been a long rumor thing mm-hmm. uh it was just interesting because i like it and the logo wasn't purple and i'm here for a good purple logo i mean it sounds great yeah it's a good title but it's a good title i don't i don't really believe this one i think it's it's easy to fake 
It's been a predicted title for a while. Yeah. It reuses the word force in the same trilogy, mm-hmm. which is just a naming pattern they don't tend to do. Right. But they also had Return of the Jedi, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and those three. So it's not, like, an impossible thing. Mm. They just aren't really big on reusing words. So right. The only one I think they've re- uh, repeated so far is... Uh, Jedi. Which makes sense, as there's always just going to be. But there's only been one Jedi title in each trilogy, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, they're, I mean, not, they're not repeating in trilogies right. thus far. If they're going to repeat a word, I think it's more likely that we see the word hope re- uh, mm-hmm. return. But I don't know that. But that was one of the episode 9 title things that was like kind of going around that he like broke into the code and it was called the bal- or A Balance <laughs> of the Force. Something like that. Hold on, I'm hacking into the mainframe. Balance of the Forest! Because I, I think I'm, I think that the title has already been predicted. I don't think the title is going to surprise us. Now, catch me eating my sock when it's announced, and it ends up being like, floop-a-doops. <laughs> Kylo dies! I think it's going to be a title that was already predicted. Because someone had predicted The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. There were many people that were like, The Last Jedi. So if it's a movie about Luke, call it The Last Jedi. Yeah. So I think it's very potentially it's going to be like a spark of hope or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, a new, I think a new order is a really good title. Personally. I like a new order. I mean, I would love the balance of the force just as a uh, as a as a good old Raylo. It'll be nice to be like, yeah, bam. I could only there's only one thing I could like better to just be like, or like they call it like the balance between or like the gray. Just something like that so I could be like, ha. I mean, I actually, like, just The Balance is a good title. Yeah. I would be all for that. Me too. Like, 100% just The Balance. I'm Mm -hmm. like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which has also just been rumored for a while. But we don't know. We'll find out soon enough. Probably in the next week. So this will be irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) And then the last one is from a Making Star Wars article in Jason Ward. He was talking a little bit about some potential plot leaks in that Star Wars Episode Nine is kind of based around a hunt for what he was referring to as a MacGuffin. He doesn't know what it is. Right. But he said that he thinks it might be a controversial thing, so it's something that we might already know of. Mm-hmm. So both the First Order and uh, the Resistance are in kind of a rat race searching for this thing. Mm. And that it all comes to a head in Jordan, wherever that location is. Uh, in the universe, because I didn't know this, that Adam was in filming in Jordan. Oh. I didn't know that. I'm oh. not sure if that was the first time he had said it, but he in the article he kind of was just saying it like he had mentioned it before. He probably mentioned it on his podcast. Right. But I didn't reckon, realize that Adam was spotted or reported as filming in Jordan. He was hmm. reported there being there for a short amount of time, but everyone was reported, uh, like John Poe, John Poe, John, Oscar, Daisy, uh, Adam have all been reported to being in that sand planet location. That's interesting. Yeah. So I kind of wonder what this, like, MacGuffin thing could be. I I really don't know. Because I'm thinking of things that... Both sides would want really bad. Yeah. I'm like, it's really hard. Some sort of kyber crystal reserve or... Something. I'm... Just Ray. <laughs> 
If Ray goes missing. I go back to, like, Knights of the Old Republic uh, stuff that they were looking for there. Uh-huh. But who knows if they're going to go that that route. I don't yeah, know. especially because it's only, like, Kylo's the only Jedi, the only Force user in the... The First, the First Order. Order. So, like, why would the First Order really care that much about, like, Jedi artifacts? They're not really, but, like, Kyber mm-hmm. stuff, I could see. Because it can be used to power so many things. Yeah. Because it would be interesting if it was maybe not just the First Order. It was just Kylo versus the Resistance. And True. they were finding something. Because that's kind of been a big thing with Kylo's character since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Of that he has a personal vendetta mission. and yeah. that, And he doesn't think of... The whole, the big picture. He's like, I want to do what I want to do. And yeah. Hux is like, you need to listen to orders from Snoke no! and think about the entire First Order. And he's like, fuck you. Yeah. I hate my uncle. That's why I'm here. And he's like, don't you believe in the First Order? Not really. No. I just really hate my uncle. I hate my uncle and you all are helping me get that revenge. It's the only thing I care about. Ever. Jeez. But I also hate my dad. Because Jason also reported in this article that it, it was unclear if... Where Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren was here, if he ah. was potentially an advert, uh, like on the head switch signs by now. Mm. Mm. We don't know. But it's going to be interesting to see if any of that pans out. I think that would be an interesting uh, path to take, depending. Because we are getting, like, some things from the, the, like, Carrie Fisher's brother saying that this is a movie, like, for the fans. It's a very generic statement, mm-hmm. but is it referring. Are they referring to, are they having some more, like, fan service stuff in here? Because mm, mm, mm. I mean, we get Lando back, so that's yeah, pretty exciting. Yeah, true. Pretty good stuff. I mean, if it's going to be fan service uh, I need another shirtless Kylo scene. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. And I also need Kylo Ren to die so that Ben Solo can be reborn. I was, I... <laughs> you got so triggered. I did. You did. <laughs> I was very offended. I was like, you're off the podcast, you're fired. <laughs> You fired from the apartment. But then I got redeemed, right? Yeah, you did. You got yeah. redeemed. Just I, like Ben will be. Yeah. Because honestly, I, I I, don't really question the redemption. I don't question him doing a good thing at the end. It's the survival thing that I question. Yeah. It, him making a good fucking choice for his family, I don't doubt. Hmm. Like, for me, it's kind of, like, silly that so many people think he'll... I mean, I agree. But... Narratively, it makes the most sense. I just don't trust. I, that's true. Men have hurt me before. Yeah. Here we go. Ryan Johnson wouldn't do this to me. That's right, Ryan wouldn't. I miss you, Ryan. JJ hasn't even done anything, but I miss you. He hasn't, but I still distrust him already. But anyway, so I think that's (laughs) going to wrap up today's episode of Who Talks First. Thank you again for listening to today's episode. We'll be back in a couple weeks or in a day when they announce the title. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. It's a gamble. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. And we'll see you next time. Bye.